episode of the bench mob podcast bench mob. thank you for all of our listeners our followers our subscribers keep doing what y'all doing uh the podcast is growing and it's only because of y'all so we appreciate that we have tonight a special guest my sister one of the most down-to-earth honest cool people that you'll ever meet kaylin dyson how are you tonight <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was just so kind i'm like wait do i deserve all that um i'm tired but i'm good it's been a, a long day been up since 4 45 this morning so i'm pulling antonio hours i was about to say that actually sounds like a great day i'm sure you got a lot of stuff done some would say i mean <laughs> feels more like a crap whatever Productivity. Um, I'm pretty sure you catch up on sleep once you get to heaven. You sleep, you know, get it then. You'll Have be fine. How long? <laughs> You'll be fine. Like they say, you you push your body to limits, and you'll be like, "Oh snap! I didn't know my body could do that." You're finding out you didn't know you you can really function off of five to six hours of sleep. Yeah, I understand that, but that would get me to heaven faster than I ever intended. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> to get there that fast. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, welcome back to Instagram. You're back on Instagram. You are setting in a blaze. It's kind of giving me the vibes when Will Smith first hopped on Instagram, and it just was a lot of great content being put out. That is the vibe I'm getting uh, with you being on there. I'm seeing a lot of people responding. Um, obviously, I don't wear sports bras, but I thought your sports bra post was extremely good and helpful, being that I have sisters and whatnot. So, I mean, all you know, do you, friend? <laughs> Tell, me, <laughs> Tell me about the origins of okay fitness that's o-h-k-a-y-e fitness where did that start um what inspired you to create it and be back on instagram okay just jumping on in there um so uh, i actually deleted instagram how long ago now he's not paying attention i'm not alone in here guys um i deleted instagram back in like 2017 just because i was over it um because a lot of 
the content was things that everybody else was doing and you know the the instagram thotties out there were making me feel super insecure so i was like nope time to, mental health is more important um so i deleted it and back in 2019 i think um I was really, if you look at my first or second post, I was really um, in a dark place mentally and physically. Um, you would never have been able to tell because I always had a smile on my face and was joking around and acting like my usual self, but I was not good. Um, and Brandon and I, my lovely boyfriend, he um, asked me a question after we got into it because I was having an insecure moment and he said to me tell me one thing that you love about yourself and I could not answer him like it was radio silence it was crickets because I couldn't name a single thing and um he was getting ready to deploy and I made a promise to myself that in that time that he was gone I was going to learn about Kaylin and learn how far Kaylin can push herself and um you know how to love myself because as we all know, social media plays a, a really detrimental role on mental health, starting at a very young age up into adulthood. And so I was going to work as hard as I had to, to figure out, you know, what made Kaylin happy and why Kaylin was an awesome person. And in that, that's when I sort of started this journey that I'm on now. Um, I started with Shanti, his insanity workout program, <laughs> and that was ridiculous. Um, but the reason why I chose that is because um, his deployment was 120 days and that program was either 60 or 90, I can't remember. So I figured, you know, while I was missing him, at least I'd have something to do for a good portion of those days, <laughs> something that would keep me busy. And I also made a promise to myself in that time that I wasn't going to skip a day, no matter what I was going to work out. So I had to take a couple work trips and I was flying and I would work out at two o'clock in the morning, hop on my flight to wherever I had to go. I would work out in my hotel room, do his, do his workout program. Um, and that's sort of where I began. And then as I think, you know, I did the keto diet for a while, but for me, that just wasn't sustainable. So I had to find a way to incorporate the foods that I love in moderation into back into my lifestyle. And one day I was looking at myself after I noticed how much weight I had actually lost. And I was like, you know, I really want to inspire women to, you know, do what I've done because it's very easy to get down on yourself. And it's very easy to think that, you know, you can't do it, that there's something wrong with you. And it's harder for some people to lose or gain weight than it is others, but it's not impossible. And so one day I was laying in bed and I was like, what do I always say? And then I'm like, oh, I say, okay, like, okay, okay, girl, okay, girl. And then laying in bed, I couldn't sleep one night. And I said, okay, 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 fitness. Boom, there it is. And that's how we got there. I was really long-winded, but yeah. <laughs> That's no problem. We're on the pod. We we like the more detailed answers anyway. Um, that's great hearing that, um, especially something that you said that I don't want to overlook. You mentioned mental health and obviously I think it's safe to say like it's more kind of become 
a trend now that people talk about. So for you to do it at 2016, not saying that, you know, it wasn't as important, but a lot of people weren't talking about their own mental health in 2016 and making changes and the issues of social media where you do the comparisons and whatnot. How do you maintain your mental health now? Like, especially with everything going on, you have COVID still going on, social justice issues, and you still are getting your workouts and you still are eating healthy. How do you maintain your mental health at this point? Disconnecting. That's the best way to explain it. And even though, you know, I'm trying to build my following, my mental health takes precedence over that all day, every day because I've worked too hard to get to the point that I'm at, that I'm not sacrificing it for anything. Um, especially like you said, with COVID and the social justice issues that we all know about and have been facing for years that are you know, finally coming to light because of phones. Um, you know, It's very easy to get overwhelmed and it can affect you. And I am a person who takes things on. I take on other people's traumas. I take on other people's pain. I feel it personally. I feel it like in my body. Um, and that's no way to live. And so I will happily delete Twitter. I will happily delete Snapchat. I will happily delete Instagram. Um, because at the end of the day, those things aren't important. And I know how they've affected my mental health. I know how they can affect mental health. Just look at the suicide rates because of social media. If you, if you think about it in the long run, like, why would you subject yourself to something that you don't have to? No one has a gun to your head and says, scroll through Instagram, go on Twitter. It may feel like it because we're all addicted, social dilemma, check it out. But, you know, once you learn that you have to take that step for yourself, I mean, I think it's an invaluable lesson. That's a major key, especially it's a balance. Like you just said, you're, you're trying to build your following, you're the engagement it's a balance that you have to have and I think it's a mental mindset you have to have going into it like look I'm doing this for me because this is what I want to do and yes of course if you could get the likes and the followers that's great but that's more so the icing on the cake you're doing this because you want to do it and that's a way that you have to be able to keep your mental health because I keep it a stack you see some of the stuff that goes viral and that people like and that people promote and people give hand claps to and you're like that's actually trash while people with great content there's people that are doing okay fitness but you rather look at the person that's doing fitness in a thong and talking about hey afterwards click my only fan account this is what we're we're celebrating as a society so <laughs> I think what you just said is major key and important in that balance of your mental health. You mentioned, you know, the weight loss. You went from 230 to 150, right? Do you have an ultimate goal or is it more so of just maintaining at this point? So when I first started, my goal was to get to 190 because that was the smallest I ever kind of remember being um, because I started my weight loss journey back in high school when, you know, I was put on diets because I was told that I was too big. Um, and so one diet that I remember I was specifically put on, um, I had to get like shots in my butt every week. So that sucked. Yeah. Um, and 
the smallest I'd ever saw myself get with that was 190. So that was my goal. Um, and so I, my boyfriend was deployed. I was like, oh, I think I want to get back to 190. And he was like, what do you always say? Surpass, Surpass your limits. <laughs> so he, as much as it annoys the hell out of me, I'm sorry for cursing. He was right. <laughs> and so um, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go for 170. And so once I got to 170, I said, ah, I think I want to lose a little more. And my goal was 150. So that's where I am now. Um, and my goal is more so maintaining and toning. I really like, I've been seeing little baby muscles. Like, okay, girl, see, okay, fitness. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's where I am now. That's, that's great. Um, the maintain it for a lot of people is the tough um, part. Yeah. That's the tough part. Like once you lose it, now it's like maintaining where you're at because I know I have sisters. I have my mom who's been a part of a, a fitness journey that she's always on. It's so easy, especially for females to put that weight back on like that. And take the glasses off for that one. You have to tell me twice. I can lose weight with the best of them. I'm awesome at losing weight. My thing that I've never quite been able to figure out until the last couple of years was how to keep the damn weight off. Like I, because I would lose weight and be like, oh yeah, I lost weight. Let me go eat this pie. Let me go shove this slice of cake down my face and finish off a whole thing of pizza. No, like you can't do, you can't do that. Like just because you lost it doesn't mean you can't gain it back. So. I'm super guilty of that. Not so much lose weight. If I feel I did something right, I'm gonna go eat something I shouldn't eat. But I digress. We're not talking about me, you know. I'm the- about us. This is, this is a unique <laughs> You mentioned high school, right? Yes. And what what went on in high school? So I want to go back to the beginning of Kaylin's start of her fitness journey how did it start what was it like what motivated you to even start a fitness journey like was it i saw you played lacrosse was it the sports aspect what actually started you on this journey so i was always a super active kid if you look at my third post i think <laughs> another shameless plug okay fitness um i was always super active i played I play more sports than I even listed in that post, um, but lacrosse, basketball, and track were what I was always doing. And so I had always been a very active kid because I came from a household where we were kept busy. Like we had no time to get in trouble. So um, I had always been a super active person. And in high school, I started kind of falling back from the activeness. And then when I went into college, um, I wasn't doing anything at all. But in high school specifically, I, um, that's when I noticed I like had really started putting on weight. Like I had started putting on weight in the seventh, eighth grade. I was always a super skinny kid and used to get picked on for being very skinny. And then I put on weight and then got picked on for gaining weight. So, you know, you can never win. Got picked on for being Women sometimes are so terrible, but go on. No, like kids are the worst. Like if you're a child listening to this, be kind, bro. Like, cause I was on the, the receiving end of the bullying and it's not fun, okay? I'm not sure if y'all children are out here listening, 
but don't bully. It's my PSA for the evening. Um, <laughs> we'll post that clip as a real. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, in high school, I uh, was a bigger individual. And so I, <laughs> I tell you this story. I remember one time I had put on some pants. I'm not gonna tell you who it was. It was um, a relative though, who told me, if you wanna wear clothes like that, you need to lose weight because you're fat. And that was in high school. Yeah, that was in high school, you know, where you're very impressionable and you're still learning about who you are and you know what you see. And it was things like that that I heard a lot from family, from whispers in the hallway. I remember one time I was walking all the way to the right hand side of the hallway and this guy behind me was like, move your fat ass out the way, you're taking up the whole hallway. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's um that's where like a lot of it started. That's where a lot of the insecurity started and that's where a lot of the dieting that I was put on not necessarily by choice. I resented it. Um I understand that it was for my health, but at that age like you don't and you don't understand it then. You understand it in hindsight as an adult where you can comprehend, you know, the health aspect of it and why you need to be, you know, more fit and live a more active lifestyle, but the things that I was told and the things that I heard about myself. Yeah. The approach completely wrong. Yeah. The approach, the message, how the message was delivered was completely wrong. Um, and I think that's something that's key high school and even now as adults, like how you go about telling somebody or trying to inspire or motivate somebody to, hey, get on this fitness journey with me. Hey, you might need to change your diet. It's all about the approach and how things are said like if it's said in love it's something different you feel me like you say in love and the person's still like no all right that's on you i did my part yeah i mean and it wasn't like you know when it was coming from family it wasn't always as direct you know yeah. as the experience that i just mentioned but no matter how many times you say it out of love the one way the one time you don't will always stick out more than all the times that you do Cause I, if I'm being honest with you, I can't ever remember the times that were said out of love. I only remember the more insulting occasions. So that, that's factual right there, honestly. And that's across the board, fitness, relationships. You gotta watch what you say at one time and you can't take it back. So at one time you said something wrong, maybe months later, you could have said, I love you and all of this. I only remember when you called me a fat cat and I said it you always got to be so cognizant of that um you're on this fitness journey for those that uh want to be on a fitness journey in your opinion how often should someone work out you see sometimes three days five days some do seven days what i'm sorry my boyfriend is out here being so obnoxious what did you say i need to He's gonna interject. I have my own opinions, but I've been talking, so we'll let everybody listen to somebody else for a change. Get your butt over here, You're taking your sweet Jesus time. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? So I think, for me, the way I work out for what you want to do. Um, a lot of people think like, okay, you need to rest day, you need this, you need that, but you got to kind of understand your body. I think that's the biggest part that you really have to get. You have to understand how your body recuperates, right? 
So for me personally, how I work out is every day is a different muscle group. But you're not starting your journey. He's talking about people starting their journey. Just starting your journey, understand how your body is going to work. So maybe one day, don't start off in the gym. You want to do everything. Start off just by working your biceps. Start off just by working your forearms. Start off by trying to work your triceps, maybe your chest one day. But don't go too hard. Don't go too crazy. You just want to start off, just feel how your body recuperates from that. Maybe the next week, maybe take do it weekly. I'll work my chest weekly. I'll do this weekly. You know, even if you're starting to run and you're trying to lose weight, um, you're not going to go run six miles a day. And you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, this is going to work. This is going to work. You're just going to hurt your body more that way. You know what I mean? So you kind of got to figure out your body first. That's all I really have to say about that. Obviously, you're going to listen to her because it's about her. But Go I away! <laughs> I'm sorry. Conflict the kid. when he wasn't home. <laughs> Conflict the kid, DG. I just got a special right there. We had a special guest on top of a special guest. <laughs> don't don't hype him up like that. O- only on the Benchmark podcast. A lot of the videos that we edit, the beats in the background, that's that man right there, by the way. Conflict the kid, just to let y'all know. But, okay, fitness... Okay, so while I am in agreement of some of what he said, 100% of learning your body first, um, because if you go in there gung-ho, like good for you, but also your body is not used to the trauma that you're about to put your muscles through. Like people may not know this, but the reason why you're sore is because your muscles have little micro tears in them from when you're working out you have to rest them. And if your muscles are being constantly worked, 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 and they haven't been worked in months to years, I don't know about you guys, but when I was really starting like back years ago, trying to work out, I would go super, super hard for the first week and be so sore the second week that I just wouldn't go back for like six months. So... Like maybe don't do that. Um, <laughs> you can start off like slow, do 30 minutes, you know, um, definitely incorporate weightlifting. I never enjoyed it until this one got a hold of me. Um, now I feel weird if I don't lift in any capacity. <laughs> but I would say maybe like for me personally, I um, and starting with Shanti because his program was six days a week, I had to do six days a week. Would I recommend that to the, per, uh, the average person who's never really worked out or has done a workout program before? No, um, because it's very, very, very intense. Um, but like four days every other day, 30 minutes, and then progress from there. Um, there's no right way I'm sure there's probably a wrong way. I'm no professional. Let's put that disclaimer out there. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, learn your body. Really? This is what you're going to do right now. You can't just not do that, please. Thank you. Sorry. What so, that? <laughs> with that being mentioned, um, do you think it's more effective to separate uh, the workouts where you're doing like today is glute day, today is um, triceps day. Do you think is more effective that way, or should one just do upper body, lower body? Like, what's the benefits of doing the? Hey, today is glutes. Today is triceps. 
Um, personally, I prefer the second way by isolating muscle groups. So today's triceps. So today for me, it was shoulders. And that's because by the next shoulder day, my shoulders would have recovered, which I learned from conflict the kid. When you work specific muscle groups, in my opinion, another disclaimer, I'm no professional. When you separate muscle groups, you give that muscle time to rest. So Mondays are triceps for me, Tuesdays upper back, and then I go throughout the week. So that way, by the time I get to it next week, I'm pretty recovered, not as sore as I could be. So for you, typically how we, because it's seven days a week, right? So each body part isn't going to be covered in seven, seven days. So do you do certain ones you focus on? Are there ones that you are trying to, you know, tighten up specifically? Like for somebody with, they got, their whole body needs a transformation, mm-hmm. but they separate it in seven days. Do they do triceps and biceps in one day? Do they do, how would they do it? Well, that's how he does it. He works a couple muscle groups in one day. I know that I have specific goals, like these arms, trying to get them together. Cause when I wave, they shouldn't wave back. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> can you come back in the camera, <laughs> So I'm focusing a lot on arms specifically, and I'm really trying to get my back together just cause like, I feel like strong backs look really good. Um, so, so I, um, focus a lot on my arms and my back. Um, but I know there are people who group different muscles, like they'll do bicep triceps on the same day. I do them on different days. Um, I have Saturdays is strictly glutes for me. I don't do anything but glutes. Um, Thursdays is shoulders. What's the rest of my routine? I don't even know. You don't know. Um, it's in my phone. You do. But you start off with biceps. No, I start off with triceps on Mondays. I don't work out Sundays. Okay. So well, Sundays you that's okay. Jesus' day where I rest. Triceps, uh, upper back, lower back, uh, biceps, shoulders, legs. Whatever he just said. So that's how I work out <laughs> for right now. I've been in the month and the month in the gym consistently for a month. Um recently. With COVID, we, you know, just got back in the gym. So it's been a month that I have not missed a day. And so in the next month or so, I'll probably switch up my routine just to give my muscles some variation. But yeah. How do you stay motivated? Mm. Um, I kind of just wake up and force myself to go. Basically, I, um, I know what my goals are and I know what when I used to look in the mirror, what I hated to see, like the, the arms that wave back. So, <laughs> so I, you know, push myself to, if, if I wanna see those results, if I wanna get to a certain point, I have to go. When I wake up in the morning and I'm tired and I don't wanna go anywhere, I blast some music, I dance around the apartment, knock back some pre-workout and get myself out the door before I can convince myself otherwise. Um, but yeah, it's just keeping your goals in mind. And the one thing I say all the time is take it one day at a time. I cannot think about what I'll look like in a week or what I'll look like in a month. Because if I think about, if I don't look like what I want to look like, then why am I even bothering? 
I have to keep myself in the day that I'm in. I'm only obligated to get through the 24 hours that I'm currently in. And once I get through those 24 hours, then I'll worry about the next 24 hours. But if I start thinking about six months from now, and if I talk myself out of it, which I have done in the past, and I know that's a habit of mine, I can't allow myself to get to that point. So stay in the 24 hours that I'm in. Makes sense, one day at a time. I think that's a good mindset for approaching life in general. One day at a time, focus on the 24 hours that you got, make the most of it. Carpe diem sees that day. Um, oh, for Canadians, shout out to Drake, Greg, Greg. <laughs> Just kidding, not really. <laughs> for anybody that wants to start their fitness journey, what advice would you give? Um, know why you're doing it. Don't do it because you see other people doing it or because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Um, know, you know, what your goals are, what your motivations are, um, and be true to yourself. Like if you are getting into this just because you want to go your butt, then like, okay, like, cool, do you. Like if that's what is your goal, then do that. Um, because there are plenty of people out here on Instagram, on Twitter, telling you what you should be doing and what you should look like. They're, are they living your life? Does their opinion matter? Does it affect you in any way? Nope do what you're doing for you show up for yourself and take it one day at a time great advice uh transitioning to with the quickness segment we're gonna ask you some rapid fire type questions whatever your head rack it off tell us share this is a safe safe space so if you feel it's not a popular answer, so what? It's your I don't answer. Care about that. <laughs> we know this. First one, what's your go-to meal? My go-to meal? Go-to meal. Like in healthy eating or in not healthy eating? Give me both. In healthy eating, my go-to meal is those taco lettuce wraps that I just ate before we started recording. Bomb. Um, <laughs> and for a not so healthy meal, but it's still pretty healthy is sushi. I'm like a sushi oh. addict. I, if I could like eat it every day and not break the bank, I would for sure do it. Why this is completely sidebar though. Cause you said it's somewhat healthy. Why is sushi considered like what's wrong with sushi in the health aspect? I know a lot of people eat sushi. Just the rice, the rice. Um, the rice. I mean, you can have carbs. I was one of those people that was like, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs. But now carbs are, carbs are okay in moderation. Um, so between the rice and the sauces that they give you, soy sauce has a lot of sodium. Um, I love eel sauce that has sugar. So there are certain aspects within the sushi world that aren't necessarily the best, but sushi is still pretty good. It's a great source of protein. Okay. Your three favorite exercises. 
Oh, this is hard. Um, probably now I feel like I have to go through my phone. I used to hate it, but deadlifts. Ugh. Deadlifts. I he told me to do deadlifts one day, and I was like, I'm gonna break my back. Like you have to be careful with. I don't know how to deadlift. And because I am a genius and got a part-time job at the gym that I also work out in, I gave myself access to personal trainers and I had one of the personal trainers give me some tips on how to deadlift. So definitely deadlifts. Um, Shoulder presses. Okay. Enough. I used to hate those as well, but now I love them. That's why I made that post. Do something you hate. Okay, fitness, y'all. Because you might end up loving it and skull crushers that work your triceps oh okay very hard but i enjoy them because i'm a masochist but that's fine so of course i know how much you love music i know how much conflict the kid in the background loves music what's in your musical rotation for your workouts oh that's a good one that's a really good question. Okay, so it depends on the day. So <laughs> when I'm going super, super hard in the gym, like leg days where I'm really like putting in work, I love me some waka flocka. I know that's like so, <laughs> super random, but I love waka flocka. Um, I love future, duh, pop smoke, duh. Um, who else do I listen to when I'm in the gym? Ooh, I feel like I got some good ones, but I can't think of any right now. But those are for my hard days, like where I need some some motivation. Um, I have gotten into the weird phase of exercising where like I want to feel sexy flexy in the gym. So now I listen to R&B when I work out. So today I was listening to Ari Lennox while, while doing my shoulder exercises. Um, I'll listen to Chloe and Hallie because, you know, Chloe and Hallie, duh, what else needs to be said? Um, I'll listen to some Ariana Grande, Doja Cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very long playlist. Staying within the music world, give me three songs that exemplify your fitness journey. Ooh. Oh, that's hard. Hard in the paint, Waka Flocka. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. I'm a huge Waka <laughs> Um, oh, this is a hard, this is a hard question. Uh -uh. Um, oh yeah, that, thank you. Lizzo. Um, wait, what's the name? Oh man, I can't do that. Lizzo, uh, not like a girl. She has another song that really like inspires me to feel the best about myself that I drawing a blank on right now. Um, so definitely Lizzo. And ooh, Doja Cat Juicy, cause like you gotta keep it pump, baby. Just don't lose that butt. <laughs> All right, uh, next one, right? Five people that are alive for not your dinner guests. Five people that are alive that you want to actually work out with. That I would want to work out with. Oh my gosh, Jason Moma, mostly because I'm in love with him. Sorry, babe, even though you already know that. Um, <laughs> um, Meg Thee Stallion, because I love her. Um, dead or alive? 
that I would want to work out with. I feel like everybody that I'm thinking about is alive right now. Massey, Massey, Arias, I'm sorry, girl. You probably, I mean, hopefully you'll see it. Because I follow her meal plan, I would love to work out with her. She's a beast. That's three. Um, who else? Oh, this is hard. Hmm. Maybe The Rock, because like, mm. Yeah, he's different. Mm. And who do I have to get five? This is really tough. Oh gosh. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like who has a bang and bod that like just inspires me. Maybe Beyonce, yeah. Maybe careful now. He must go. <laughs> Maybe Beyonce. Two would be my last one. Okay, last one before we get you out of here. Again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to hop on with the Benchmark Podcast. Top three places that you eat at for healthy meals. Oh, for healthy meals? Oh, all of my eat out meals are unhealthy. <laughs> Throw it out there. Because I know you just, you're doing a meal plan. A lot of people sometimes don't have access to a meal plan or pay out on vacation. Boom. Okay, gave me a spot to go check out. Chopped, C-H-O-P apostrophe T, their salads, banging. Um, I'm from D.C. and chops are everywhere. They're a little harder to find up here, so that sucks. Um, but they have awesome salads. Um you are like throwing these curveballs at me today. Where do I eat? I feel like everything that I eat is bad. But that's not out. See, I'm telling you, you're throwing me stumpers. Oh gosh. Um, I haven't had it yet, but I know Chipotle has their like their keto and paleo section of the of their menu yet yet now. I know they have cauliflower rice, which I'm huge into because I try not to eat a whole lot of carbs, but I love carbs, so I have to trick my brain into oh. thinking that I'm eating them. <laughs> um, so I haven't tried that yet, but maybe we can try it together. Who knows? Um, and a third one, oh gosh. This is tough only because when I eat out, especially when I'm like trying to really be mindful of what I eat, I always look at the menu beforehand and I see, I always try to stick to fish or like some sort of chicken or a salad. And so if any of those options are on the menu, like I won't discriminate. Um, so that'll be my third one. A place with fish and salads. <laughs> Got it. Well, thank you again for hopping on with the Benchmark Podcast. Y'all already know the vibes. Make sure you go follow. We're going to post of course, the page, but go follow OK Fitness on IG. Make sure you follow everything that she's doing. Um, but y'all know the vibes, though. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Benchmark, we out. Peace. OK, OK.